Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. Text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an exclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Selfmade CEO Podcast. This is episode 13 already. Holy crap. Today we are talking about manifestation once again. This is episode two on manifestation. We are talking about the seven manifesting mistakes that you do not want to make. So basically the seven most common mistakes that people encounter and make while trying to manifest things into their life, trying to live their dream life, their most desired life, get everything that they want. These seven things will prevent people from successfully manifesting. So we're going to walk through those. I'm going to help you guys figure out how to avoid doing those seven things. Stay tuned. My name is Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Adrian Finch, and I am your host. This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast, a podcast where I inspire you and empower you guys to become the CEOs of your own lives, businesses, happiness, and success. And we're doing it, you guys. We're doing it here. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode about manifestation. This one I'm particularly excited about because I had something happen to me kind of recently where it was just a massive manifestation fail. I have been working on manifesting something for the past year now, and I made some very crucial mistakes while trying to manifest it, and it did not happen when I wanted it to. It doesn't mean it isn't going to happen. It absolutely is going to happen. I'm going to manifest it into my life. But just like you, I'm still practicing and I'm still on my journey and still perfecting how exactly to manifest things. So I decided today to share with you guys the top seven manifesting mistakes that I think people can make. I have made just about everyone on this list thus far, and I know several other people have as well. These are very common, and these are things that over time you can train yourself out of. So I'm really excited to talk about these mistakes because I know so many of you guys were so, so excited about the manifesting episode that I already did. It was manifest anything in 24 hours, a nine-step process to how to basically learn how to manifest. And I explained how it's really important to start with small things so that you can start really believing and understanding how it works and then making your way up to big things. So if you guys haven't heard that episode yet, I strongly recommend listening to it. It'll really open your eyes and open your mind to the law of attraction and the fact that manifesting is a thing that you can do. It is truly an incredible, amazing thing. And I can't help but just want to share it with the world. I want you guys to experience manifesting things and experience the success that I know you can. So these episodes are very powerful. I'm very, very excited to get into it. But before we get into the seven mistakes, manifesting mistakes not to make, um, we're just going to go through a couple housekeeping things. Number one being that speaking of manifestation, I've announced on other episodes that I want to do a future episode where I actually play back audio clips of you guys telling me your manifestation stories. So if you have manifested something, if you know someone who has experienced something in the realm of manifestation, you've gotten something that you wanted, please 
feel free, please record an audio clip of you explaining the story and email it to me at selfmadeceopodcast at gmail.com. That would be so awesome. I have been loving hearing your guys' manifesting stories. I have gotten chills at every single one of your emails and DMs telling me what has happened. It is incredible, you guys. Oh my god. It really just shows me like this is so serious and so powerful. So I'm really glad that I'm able to share this with you. And the second thing I want to announce, I talked about this over on my Instagram, if you aren't following, at Adrian Finch. Um, I actually have a Google Voice number now. So what I'm going to start doing at the end of every single podcast episode, I'm going to be answering one or more, but probably usually one unless it's like, you know, super short, um, one of your guys' questions. So I want to be able to be a resource for you. I want this to be an open conversation. I want this podcast and this whole just journey to be a community. I want it to be a conversation. So please, if you ever have something you want to ask me regarding business, mindset, um, the podcast, the anything really, YouTube, anything that you have a question about, I mean, let's keep it away from like, (laughs) what's your favorite body lotion? I mean, sure, I'll answer that too, but I really want to help you guys and and give you guys some specific one-on-one coaching if you want. So please feel free to call in your questions. And what will happen when you call this number, you can leave a voicemail. And then with your permission, which if you leave a voicemail, I am you are giving me your permission to play back the voicemail on the podcast episode and then actually answer you live there. So if you don't feel comfortable doing this, you can always DM me at Adrian Finch or DM, actually DM the podcast Instagram, which is at the self-made CEO. Here is the phone number 818-446-6484. I recommend saving this into your phone. Call me whenever you want, leave any questions you have, and I will answer them on the podcast. Without further ado, you guys, let's get right on into the episode. So we're just going to go right on down these mistakes. There's not really any particular order. These are just seven mistakes, common mistakes people make while manifesting. So mistake number one is that people let their beliefs get in the way too much. So the number one thing stopping people from manifesting everything they desire is their own beliefs, their own thoughts, which lead to beliefs, whether it be fixed mindsets, things that you were taught as a child and you've never been able to kind of shake how you think about that and what you believe, Um, but also things, everyday things such as, oh, like I don't have the discipline to wake up early. Like that's a belief that you formulated because of maybe not being able to wake up early. So, so many people walk through life, I feel, kind of considering themselves a victim They think they were dealt a bad hand or that the world is out to get them. People are always out to get them, which I'll get more into in actually the next mistake. But I find that so many people think this. So many people just believe that, oh, I have bad luck or they don't like me. I'm not meant to do this. Like the world hates me. I got in a car accident. Like that would happen to me. I find that so many people believe those things and say those things out loud and truly think them. They make themselves a victim. But what's actually even worse than that, in my opinion, is the amount of people who who just simply don't believe that they deserve the absolute best or that they're even capable of achieving the absolute best. That I find more than the other thing. And I actually find that to be so incredibly sad. I don't remember if I've always been like this, but certainly now I believe I can do freaking anything, literally anything like I can do anything. 
And I find all the time that people don't feel like they deserve the best. They feel like, oh no, like I couldn't do that. Well, I'll never, I'll never be like him. Well, why not? You know, I recommend adding this to your daily list of affirmations, which we talked about in the one of the last episodes. I'm actually, for, oh, the morning routine episode. Um, I, I mentioned how I love having a list of daily affirmations that when I wake up first thing in the morning and when I go to bed, I just say them out loud. It sounds kind of cheesy, but go refer to that episode um, for some awesome morning ritual ideas. I basically took successful CEOs morning rituals and kind of explained it to you and packaged it into a way that you could apply into your own life. So I recommend adding to your daily list of affirmations this sentence or something similar. I am deserving of anything I desire in this world. Because you are. And that is the absolute truth. You deserve and are capable of achieving anything in the world, no matter what. So yes, people let their beliefs get in the way. So let let me talk about an example of myself. So one of my goals is to, I guess in a way, like be a success coach. I never thought this was the direction that my business would go, but I just find that I am so passionate about helping people achieve their dreams you know, and, and just, I want to help people. I want to make a, a greater impact and I want to coach people on how they can create successful businesses and lives as well. And something that's been blocking me for months and months is, and I just kind of recognize this now, is that I've had this self-defeating thought of, well, Adrian, how can you possibly be qualified to coach people on success when you're still working on it yourself? How are you qualified to do that? Like, I didn't pass some exam that says, you're now qualified. Like, you're able to give people this kind of advice, right? So I would question myself. In fact, I questioned that when I even started this podcast. I said, well, am I, I'm not a CEO. Like, what am I advertising? Am I just a big fraud? And you know what? I've talked to so many CEOs, experts, gurus, teachers, and they all say the same thing. Even, even people that we think are at the very top of the chain, Oprah, for example, I'm not going to speak for her because I don't know her, but I bet even Oprah sometimes wonders, man, how did I become so looked up to? What did I do to, to be qualified to be giving people advice, to be, you know, changing people's lives? But what I realized is that is a self-defeating thought. There are only two things. There's only two ingredients necessary to be, I guess, quote, qualified, which is the confidence and the knowledge. So let's say for me, for example, I want to coach people. I just need to have the confidence that I'm able to do that, that I have something that's important to bring to the table, that I can impact people, that even one thing that I say can change someone's life. And I am confident that I can do that. It doesn't matter if I'm a billionaire or if I'm struggling paycheck to paycheck. I have the knowledge. So I've been researching, I've been studying, I've been practicing this stuff and I've been learning myself. So I have the knowledge and I have the confidence that it will help people. And what I realized is those are the only two qualifications you need to have anything that you desire in the world. So if you want that that next job, if you want to be a coach, if you want success or wealth or more friends or a loving, healthy relationship, you just have to have the confidence that you can and you have to believe that you can. And to kind of go off of that, I find that this example really helps me to understand what I just said, which is that if you think about life Imagine that there was a rule that like you had to be at the top of your industry and the most successful person in order to be a teacher or a coach or a guru. There literally wouldn't be any then. I remember in film school, like I had film professors at my very prestigious film school 
who, if you think about it, like, they're not out there making movies right now. They're not the, you know, the Steven Spielbergs of the world. But does that mean that they aren't qualified to be teaching me? Absolutely not. They have the experience and the knowledge and the confidence to teach that. So I just think that's a very interesting kind of aspect of all of this. Like, do I succeed every time I try to manifest something? No. Sometimes I don't succeed. I eventually will, and I know that I will, but sometimes I don't. A lot of times I do. And I'm still practicing and perfecting it, but it doesn't mean that I don't have the knowledge to teach you guys and I don't have the confidence to teach you guys. I do. So anyway, number one is people let their beliefs get in the way. So do not let your beliefs limit what you are capable of doing and achieving. Moving on to numero dos. Number two is one of my favorites. I think this is so, so important. And it's people aren't always accepting of their current circumstance. So not accepting where you're at now and the fact that you are responsible for where you are at now is one of the biggest mistakes people make while manifesting, while trying to manifest, is not accepting your current circumstance. So your current circumstance, here's a quote actually from one of my favorite books about law of attraction called Wealth Beyond Reason by Bob Doyle. And he says, Your current circumstance, whatever that may be, is a direct result of what you are feeling, thinking, and believing. So what you are experiencing right now, whether you think you're failing, succeeding, whether you're growing, whether you're not, whether you're happy, sad, it is all a direct result of you, your thoughts, your actions, your feelings, your beliefs. So this kind of ties in with number one. Accepting your current circumstance and accepting where you are at and why And the fact that you are the only one responsible is one of the most important things in succeeding in general, is taking responsibility and stop being the victim. And this is such an interesting thing to think about, how many people in the world feel comfortable blaming external factors for things that go wrong or for where they're at in life. It's only natural, honestly. It is very natural. I'm not sure why it is human nature to blame external factors I think it's just comfortable it's comfortable to say well that wasn't me that was someone else I'm going to put this blame on someone else but think about this if we were really controlled by external circumstances which a lot of those people who blame external things are saying basically is that hey we're controlled by external factors these external things are making me fail or making me not achieve my dreams but think about it if that was really the way that we lived if that was how the world worked then we would have absolutely no freedom, no choice in how we live, what we do, how successful we become. We wouldn't be able to decide anything. We wouldn't be able to decide our own destiny. And as Bob Doyle in the book also puts it, he says, we would simply be reacting our way through life. Do you think we were put on this earth to just react? No, of course we weren't. That is not accurate. The truth of the matter is that we do have the freedom and flexibility and control to determine our own destiny, and we can do that. Our only job is to realize that and to believe it wholeheartedly. So take a minute and think about where you're at in life and just accept and take responsibility. Even if you don't know what directly led you you to be at the point that you're at, just take responsibility. Just say, you know what? I'm here because I wanted to be here or I'm here because whatever I did, said, believed, thought led me here, which equally means that whatever I do, say, believe, think in the future can lead me to where I want to be and believe that. 
That is number two. Moving on to number three, I've touched on this a little bit before, but the third mistake that people constantly make is having a fixed mindset, particularly a negative fixed money mindset. So we tend oftentimes to have kind of unhealthy relationships with money. And in a weird way, you need to think of your relationship with money the same as you would think of your relationship with your mom or your best friend or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You need to nurture that relationship. You need to care. You need to put energy and effort into it. So I don't know, I don't remember when I kind of started realizing that, you know, your relationship with money is quite literally a real relationship. And the way that you view money, the way that you, you know, think of money and the definition you assign wealth and success and money are all important factors in determining how successful you can be or how happy you can be. So I like to make it clear on this podcast that when I use terms like success or wealth, that they don't just have one meaning. I've said this before, they don't have one meaning. Success, for example, can come in any way, shape, and form. It can be material or not material, and you are in charge of defining it for yourself. So I'll let you guys think, what is success to you? Not what it, what is it to me, not what is it to society or your parents. You know, a lot of people think, oh, well, success, money wealth, riches. But that's not always the case. Sometimes success means waking up every day and doing what you want to do and loving your job, not feeling like you work. You know, it comes in every way, shape, and form. So determine for yourself first and foremost, what is success to you? So back to the money fixed mindsets and why these are so toxic. I think we can all admit that money does play a pretty big role in measuring success, right? Because You want to make enough money to live comfortably. You don't want to have to stress about money. You want to provide for your family. And money can absolutely be a desire or something that you want to manifest. Because, of course, you know, like I just said, it it is very important. We need money to live, sadly. (laughs) Well, we do. We need to pay our rent or we need to, you know, pay our mortgage or pay for school or whatever it is. So, but in order to manifest something like money and to do that successfully or to manifest anything, it's really important to break any fixed money mindsets that we may be experiencing that are negative. So I already kind of said what a fixed mindset is. It basically just means something that you were taught or that you have believed since you were young or even recently. It can happen now, but basically it's about having a mindset that you were taught that is really hard to shake. You're kind of in this fixed state of believing something. And oftentimes it comes from things that parents teach you when you're little, things you've experienced in your life. If you, um, you know, didn't always have food on the table or if your parents were, you know, always saying, oh, we can't afford nice things. Like you can't afford that. We can't have this. It's very easy to go through life having a fixed mindset that like you can't afford things and that you'll never be able to afford things. So oftentimes fixed mindsets are not your own fault, but we are able to rid ourselves of these fixed mindsets and to shift our thinking. And so that's something that we're trying to start doing here on the podcast in different categories. So let's redefine right now what wealth and money mean, because when it comes to success, that is such a huge factor that determines people's definitions of success money and wealth. So let's let's redefine those right now. Let's reprogram your brain. Starting with money. I find this to be so transformative. When I read this, this a lot of this by the way is coming from that book Wealth Beyond Reason. I learned so much from that book. It's a super thin, easy read. I highly recommend it. But this part honestly blew my mind. 
that money, if you think about it, is merely just a symbol of value. So it's quite literally, I mean, it is obviously just the currency that you sometimes, and not even always, you just sometimes exchange money for the thing that you actually desire most. So people tend to think like, well, what do you want? Oh, well, I want money. I want all the money in the world, blah, blah, blah. But that's not actually what you want. You want whatever the thing is that you are going to spend that money on. You want to travel. You want a nice car, a nice house. You want, you know, you don't necessarily want the money. You want the money because you believe that the money is the means to get that end. So this is really, really important when it comes to manifesting is to realize that money is just a symbol of value of the value of the thing that you desire the most. So you may think you desire money, but we actually need to train our brains to think deeper. What do you want to do with the money? If you think you want money, what do you want to spend the money on? If you want to go on a trip to Greece, then you want a trip to Greece. And you should be focusing and intending on and manifesting a trip to Greece, not money. And why is this? So why is it important to not focus on the money but to focus on what you want? Well, because if you think about it, there are actually several ways in which you could get a trip to Greece and it won't always be money, right? You could be gifted a trip for your birthday. You could win a contest. Your work could do a paid retreat. The list literally goes on and on like a huge thing. One of the most common things that I experience when talking to people about manifesting is people don't realize that things show up in ways that they did not expect. They assume that money is what they need to acquire the thing that they want, but it isn't always the case. I've manifested several things that didn't involve money at all. And it is honestly unbelievable. So it's really important for us to think one step deeper. Instead of focusing on the money or the means in which you're going to get the thing you desire, you want to focus on the thing itself that you desire. And I've said this before, the number one rule with manifesting is to forget about the how and the when. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Actually, one of these other mistakes involves that. So Bob Doyle, back with Bob Doyle, says another great quote in the book. He says, Monetary wealth will be a byproduct of living your dream life, not the cause of it. So if you notice, most people chase wealth and chase money so that they can live the life of their dreams versus realizing that living the life of your dreams and living in abundance will bring you wealth. It's actually quite the opposite of what you think. You chase money so that you can afford your dream life. But it actually doesn't work that way. If you chase your dream life and you live your dream life, the money comes. I always say impact generates income. You first do the thing that you want to do, the thing that you want and desire and are passionate about, and it brings income. It does. So wealth really means we can kind of redefine wealth as living the life that you desire in abundance and joy. And guess what, you guys? Sometimes that also means having a shit ton of money. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying in any way that, like, we're not going to be rich as shit. (laughs) We totally are. And if that's what you want, you can totally have that. I'm just simply trying to kind of redefine what these things mean so that you're really focusing your energy and your vibrations and you're attracting not just the money, but what you are going to use the money for. Because that is what you actually want, right? Which leads me to number four, the number four mistake. 
you don't know what you really want. (laughs) I've talked about this before and this goes along a lot with number three, but I love, love, love to ask people. I don't know why, but I'll like literally go up to people in a bar. I'm always in a corner at bar, like at bars talking about business or law of attraction. It's very interesting. (laughs) It's very weird. My friends make fun of me for doing it, but I do it because I'm that passionate about it. So one of the things I literally love to ask people is what they want in life. Like if you could have or be or do anything in the entire world, what would it be? And do you know what most people say? Like literally, I think eight out of 10 people say this. And especially the ones who are like complaining about some aspect of life or not having what they want. They say, I don't know. Oh, that's an interesting question. Hmm. What do I want? I don't know. What? All right. First of all, how can you complain about not having your dream life when you don't even know what you want? You don't know what that dream life looks like. And this is the fun part, you guys. It's actually fun to just have an imagination for a second, be a child, close your eyes and just think, what What do I want? If I could have right now, there was a magic genie, I could have anything in the entire world or I could be anyone, do anything. What would I want? Right? And listen, I just want to make one thing clear. It's okay to not always know what you want. That is okay. Let's say you just graduated college and you're unsure, you know, the exact career path you want to go go down. That is totally fine. I'm not saying that you need to know every little detail, who you want, what you want to do when you grow up to a T, the exact job. And no, it's okay to not always know what you want. But I'm, you know, that comes with growth and time. Like, like the college example, you experience things so that you can get closer and closer to defining what you want. A lot of it involves experiencing things that you end up not liking or not loving and, and starting to define, well, I don't want that. I don't want that. Um, and so we're taking those don't wants and basically shifting them into wants. But, but what I'm talking about here is just a little bit more general. So when you're manifesting and when you're trying to, you know, attract something that you desire into your life. It's important to keep it general, like, you know, instead of saying, I want a senior marketing executive position at Snapchat that pays over six figures. And I mean, hey, if that's what you want to that to a T, that specifically, great. You actually absolutely can manifest that. Do focus on that. But I'm trying to take the pressure off of like being so specific with it. And instead you could say, I want a six figure salary job that I enjoy doing every day. Something like that. It's so important that you know what you want generally what do you want what kind of car do you want do you even want a car like what are the things that you desire most in the world and if you guys don't know the answer to this right now then I recommend sitting down with a piece of paper and closing your eyes and genuinely thinking what do I want and sometimes it helps to break it down into categories we have like finance and wealth career and success relationships and love we have self-improvement we have health and fitness We have, I think there's another one. I can't remember. There are six categories kind of. But yeah, just think about those categories and think about what you want. If you could have anything in the whole world, right? This is a huge mistake people make is that they just, they aren't defining what they want. And if you don't define what you want, how can you ask for it? How can you demand the universe gives you what you want when you don't even know what that is, right? And also when you do sit down to write this list, um, I spoke about the daily affirmations in the last episode, in the morning routine episode. I encourage you to write this list and actually keep it with your uh, daily affirmations. And write at the top, like, my desires, but also write my identity. Because how you're going to write these things down is you're going to say, like, instead of I want this, you're going to say, like, I have this. So same as, like, the daily affirmations, you can say, like, I have a successful six-figure job thank you. And you can like literally thank the universe for it. So I'm actually going to read you mine because this is interesting. I just, 
I just found my um, affirmations list. Well, not found it. it. I keep it on my bedside table actually in this book. Um, on September 17th, 2018, I wrote this list. My identity, my desires is what it says at the top. And here's what it says. I am debt free. I own a successful business. I made my first 1 million. I travel whenever I want. I buy my family and friends gifts. I am verified on Instagram, LOL. I own an Audi A7S, Porsche Macan GTS, or BMW i8. Obviously, I love cars. <laughs> I have a show on Netflix. I am in love with the man of my dreams. I spread my knowledge and wealth to the world. I have 1 million YouTube subscribers. I own property in Seattle. And last but not least, I said, I will make 500K on my online business by August 1st, 2019. Well, guess what, guys? That was last week. Did I do it? I didn't. And we're actually going to talk about that in just one second after this break. Be right back. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. Text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an exclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be Standard message and data rates apply. Defining Duke, an Xbox podcast, is a weekly show dedicated to the ins and outs of both Xbox and PC without the drags of console tribalism, hosted by popular content creators Mr. Matty Plays and Lord Cognito. Energy is the name of the game for Defining Duke, whether it is an in-depth conversation on the latest news, hot takes on the anticipated exclusives, our selections for Game Pass Pick of the Week, breaking down why Wendy's is bad for the soul, or why both hosts are cursed as Mets fans, our show has you completely covered. Defining Duke, an Xbox podcast, is available wherever you can listen to podcasts, so pause the show you're listening to right now and go subscribe. It's free, and you get to be the person who says you were there before it was cool to listen to Defining Duke, an Xbox podcast and we're back hello guys so as you know i just read my desires from september of last year and i want to emphasize something which leads us right into number five of the biggest mistakes people make is not letting go of the how and the when these things are going to happen people don't let that go and that is the most i keep saying that's the most important these are all very important these are all equally as important But one of the biggest mistakes is people don't let go of the how and the when and they expect to figure it out. They're like, well, I need to know how. I need to know when. No, you don't. You need to let it go is actually what you need to do. So as you noticed on this list, I did not put any timestamps except for one at the very end. Everything else was general. So some of these I'll acquire this year. Some will be in five years, 10 years. Maybe one will be tomorrow, right? But I didn't put timestamps. And the reason why is because I have to let go of the when. I can't care when it's going to happen. If you need something to happen quickly, you are welcome to focus on the time. But you have to be focusing on it. I made the mistake of making a timestamp and then not following through with actually manifesting it properly. I didn't actually intend on the thing happening. Instead, I was too focused on oh my God, I need this to happen. I need this to happen before this deadline. I need it to work. And if you focus on needing it to work by a certain time, it won't come. But if you put your positive intention out into the universe, let's say you really need, you know, you're unemployed and you need a job in the next month. If you put that out there in a positive way, not in a, not out of desperation, not out of need, but out of desire and out of, yes, I believe in the next month I'll get a job, then it will work. 
But what I did is I made the mistake of putting all this pressure on myself. I'll actually tell this story because it's, it's, it's interesting. So my last thing on the list was I will make 500K on my online business by August 1st, 2019. Let me tell you something. I was at dinner exactly a year ago on August 1st, 2018 with a guy who I was very interested in at the time. I really liked him. That's a whole nother story. But I, most importantly, I, I, I want to impress him. He respects my business a lot and he's always been so supportive and, and I love talking to him about my progress and about things I desire and things I want to do because I am so passionate about them and I love how excited he gets about it. And so we were talking and I was explaining to him a lot of this stuff and this was when I was just formulating self-made CEO as a concept. And I said, I was actually explaining the law of attraction to him and manifestation and I was saying, I'm telling you right now, you ask me a year from today if I've made $500,000 from this business. You ask me. You put this in your calendar and you ask me. And he was like, okay, I'll do it. And guys, here's the mistake that I made. When I did it, I truly, truly believed and still do that that is like that I am capable of that happening. That that is possible because it is possible. I truly believed it. Here's where I went wrong. Throughout the next 12 months... Instead of focusing on the actual goal and focusing on manifesting that success in my business, I focused on the timestamp. I kept putting pressure on myself. I kept thinking, okay, what do I, like, you know, I have three more months. What do I need to do in the next three months to make sure it happens in three months? Like, I started feeling desperate. I started not knowing, you know, basically I just wasn't actually focusing on the goal. I was focusing way too much on the how and the when. And remember, even when you're manifesting, yes, it's important to take action. You can't just sit on a couch and visualize and manifest something. It's just going to appear. No, you do have to take action. You have to take inspired action. But you have to be very, you know, mindful of the way in which you're taking action. If you are developing a very specific plan so that you acquire the thing you want in a very specific way, that's not going to work. You can't worry about the how it's going to happen. You just have to keep chugging along, taking action steps, but that's that's it. You can't be, you know, making this specific map to getting to that goal. So for me, I made the mistake of not letting go of the when, and I made that when be a really high stakes factor. I said, no, it needs to be by this date. It has to, it has to, it has to. And it didn't work. It straight up didn't work. And he texted me yesterday because I'm recording this. It's now August 2nd when I'm recording this. He texted me yesterday and said, it's about that time, Adrian. What's the update? (laughs) And of course I told him, Nah, not quite, not quite. And I hate that. I hate it because I remember how excited I was when I told him. I was like, this is freaking possible. You mark my words. This will happen. But it's all part of learning how to manifest and how not to manifest. And so this is rule number five. Do not let the how and the when screw with your head. Don't even think about it. Let it go. And you know, as a last example, I've gotten a ton of messages from you guys, actually, a lot of you saying that when you did the 24 hour manifesting challenge, you said that, you know, you kind of gave up after 24 hours because it didn't happen. And then almost immediately after you gave up, it showed up, but not in the way that you thought. So one girl was telling me she was trying to manifest a butterfly. And she was like, you know, I didn't think it would be that hard because there's like butterflies outside all the time here and blah, blah, blah. And then she said in 24 hours, she didn't see a butterfly. And she, so she kind of like gave up. She was like, well, okay, I guess that didn't work. 
And literally, the second she gave up, she pulled up Instagram. And this brand that normally posts, like, product photos, like, never random things like a butterfly, posted this beautiful photo of a butterfly that landed on someone's hand. And it was the first photo on her Instagram feed. And I just thought that was incredible because it shows two things. Number one, that when you're giving up, you're actually not giving up. You're just letting go. You're letting go of the outcome. You're saying, well, I guess it didn't happen, so whatever. You're saying whatever, letting it go, right? And the second you let go is when it happens. So it's not actually giving up. It is just letting go of the how and the when and just letting it happen. And the second thing that shows is that things show up in ways that you aren't expecting. And this goes back also to the money concept. You can get things and achieve things and be things without them happening the way you expect. If you want to go on a trip to Greece, you think you need money for that. You don't need money for that that could happen in many other ways so what that showed me was that she was expecting to see a butterfly in nature she wasn't expecting to see a photo of a butterfly or a hand-drawn butterfly or a butterfly on a sticker on a subway like it can happen in any way and I've gotten a lot of messages from people actually saying like I was so shocked because I was looking for this and I didn't see it and notice when you are looking for something you don't always find it it won't come by you have to let go you can't look for it it's when you let go that it shows up and oftentimes in a way that you weren't expecting and that's a perfect perfect example of just proving to you why it's so important to let go of the how so if I was over here trying to plan out exactly where this $500,000 was going to come from it won't work I can't be planning that out it would be like saying I'm going to see a butterfly outside no, you're just trying to manifest a butterfly. It could be in any way, shape, or form. There could be a song on the radio called Butterflies, right? Okay, so that's number five. Just two more things. So mistake number six is we need to shift how we want something. So, okay, this sounds a little bit confusing. I didn't quite know what to title this category. So we know that the first step in manifesting is to truly figure out what you desire most, right? So wanting things is very important. It's not greedy to want things and desire things. It's actually very important. However, the mistake that we often make is that we associate wanting something to the lack of having it. So like you say, oh, I want this because I don't have it right now. I don't have this, so I want this, right? You're focusing on the lack thereof and therefore you're attracting less of what you want because you're focusing on, oh, well, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't want this. Instead of focusing on, I want this. I have this. I already have this, but I'm not in tune to it. This is already right in front of me, but I'm not picking up on it and I need to pick up on it, right? It sounds a little bit um, interesting if, if this is the first time you're hearing stuff like this. It's kind of a hard concept to grasp. But all you have to remember is that instead of focusing on the fact that you don't have something or that you want something because it's not there, focus on the fact that you do have it. You just need to tune into it. Attract the means that will bring you to it. So remember, we are all just energy. You, me, the chair I'm sitting in, the thoughts you're having, the cars outside, they're all energy and they're emitting a frequency of some sort. And the law of attraction states that like attracts like so things of one frequency will will uh, attract things of the same frequency so if you're thinking all these positive thoughts if you're visualizing not just the thing you desire but how is it going to make you feel when you have it if you're thinking about that happiness what are you going to do with the thing when you get it those higher vibrational frequencies or like positive thoughts positive energy are going to attract 
those things into your life. So by focusing on the thing itself, the law of attraction will bring you more and more situations that are in vibrational alignment with those thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. And then last but not least, number seven is that we choose to manifest too many things at once. Now, eventually, once we become experts and pros at this, manifestation becomes way more of a way of life than a practice. So you'll train yourself to manifest, like eventually, you'll, you'll by practicing and doing it, you'll train yourself to manifest so well that it almost becomes second nature. You're not even like focusing on, I'm going to manifest this. You just start thinking those higher vibrational frequency thoughts. And all those thoughts, positive thoughts, beliefs, and things you desire will come naturally and effortlessly. You won't even be thinking about it, right? But as you're beginning your manifestation journey, which is right now with me, it's important to hone in on just a few things. So I, I personally actually recommend one at a time, especially if they're big things, and like maybe up to three if they're smaller things. If you refer back to my episode on goal setting, episode two, I talk a lot about why like hyper-focusing on fewer things leads to way quicker results and, and more success. We tend as humans to like spread ourselves way too thin. I know I'm a victim of that or a victim. I guess I'm the perpetrator. I'm the one doing it. Um, but we tend to spread ourselves way too thin, which draws out the amount of time it takes for things to happen. So let's just avoid that and let's choose to focus our full energy on one big thing at a time, right? And remember, without timestamps to a certain extent, but but the more that you are actively hyper-focusing on that one thing and really, really taking inspired action and setting your intention, the quicker it will come. So don't spread yourself too thin. Have your list of desires that are, you know, your identity, but, and, and say those every day, but when it really, when you really sit down and meditate or visualize, try to think about one big thing for now. So that is the episode, you guys. Those are seven common, common manifesting mistakes that people make and kind of how to avoid doing them. So next time you're doing this, I recommend just go doing that 24 hour manifestation challenge just as many times as you want and every time you do it continue to increase kind of the stakes or the you know value of the thing that you're manifesting and you'll find it to be so incredible when you do manifest these things into your lives it will be amazing all right you guys and then as promised for the very first time I'm going to be answering one of your guys' questions and I'll do this every single episode. So remember to call in your questions. The phone number will be below. You can also email or DM. I'm going to answer today. Um, I posted on Instagram and j.p.photog asked me this. What has been the most important thing to your success? So I want to make the point that success is an ongoing thing. I, you know, I feel like I've had major successes in my life. I also feel like I have a lot of growth, um, and things still to come, which is awesome. But I think the number one thing that has helped me to get to the place that I am now has truly been, as simple as it sounds, just knowing and believing that I can get there. Like having the full utmost confidence, 100% believing like I can get to any level of success I want. When I first started YouTube, I remember just saying like, I'm going to make this my job one day. Like this is going to be my job. I'm going to do it. And I fully believed it. So I honestly think the most important thing has just been believing that it's possible and just knowing what I want and focusing on it and believing that I'll do it like knowing that I can do it knowing that I'm fully capable that has been the number one thing and I think what comes along with that too is just like having the right attitude about 
thing like knowing that there are going to be road bumps there are going to be like quote failures but it's all about how you view those things if you let those things affect you or not it's all about that so I also am really really good at like not letting negative things affect me at all like if I get rejected or if something doesn't work I always say like failure is feedback it's not I don't let it affect my belief any any like at all so you know, if something goes wrong, I, I tend to just have a really positive outlook about it. So that I think has also helped me a lot. Thank you for your question. I love it. I'm so excited to answer more of your guys' questions. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for being a member, a member, a community. I don't know what to call it. A, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, a member of this community of the self-made CEO community. Um, remember there's also a private Facebook group. If you guys want secret exclusive access into it, the link is down below and I would love to chat about anything. Let's do it. So I will catch you guys in the next episode. I hope you have a fantastic week. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. Text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an exclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be Standard message and data rates apply. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible for directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the... But you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab an ice-cold Dew, crack open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the Dew.